0: songwriteralitytest dot com or go to the link on the writingworship dot website.
1: Brave Worship episode eight with Coffee Cake.
0: Hey guys, it's Mary Beth and Chrissy. Welcome to Brave. We have some exciting things to talk about today. First of all, um, oh, a little guy named James Taylor is going to be sitting in today as we talk. And he is really small. He's kind of yellow colored. Um, he has chicken skin. Anything else you'd <laughs> like to add? He actually is a chicken.
2: Yeah, that's an important He's part He's our of pet him.
1: rubber chicken.
0: He has his own Instagram, too, so... Go
1: follow him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> follow him on Instagram. We also have Miss Megan Newell with us today.
2: What's
0: up? Yay! And I'm excited. Megan is somebody that um, I love to watch on uh, social media because almost Thanks. every one of her posts makes me laugh.
2: Thanks, man. And I'm
0: like, I don't know how you come up with this stuff, but Dude, just... it's just
2: living life. <laughs> I keep a it's little really note funny. section in my phone. I love it. Yep, Well, observances. Uh, yeah.
0: when we asked Megan to come on today there was a um, a prerequisite. It wasn't there, Chrissy?
2: Yeah, there what was. What was it? I made him demand. I would only show up if there was cake, so you can hear me and my mouth is a little full. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't Chrissy. go anywhere without cake being available to me in some capacity, so I'm very appreciative because right now I'm eating cake. However, can we please talk about what is not in this cake? Yeah. What is not in this cake, Chrissy?
1: No dairy, no gluten, and no sugar.
2: Yeah, so it's not cake. It's crumbs of things. It's just like a mix of <laughs> flour and nuts. But I appreciate the effort. But don't you love it? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I is, love it. I love it.
2: Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to eat it because I'm a nice human. <laughs> you are so I'm happy nice. to be here. Anyway, sorry guys.
1: No problem. This is not why <laughs> you bought me. If you on. really want a bikini body, which is your hashtag. Yeah then that that's the hashtag. kind of cake you should eat, right? No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> this is why you work out, so you can eat cake with sugar in it. Oh, mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah, but anyway. Well,
0: Chrissy, tell Enough us a little cake. bit about Megan. Give us an intro. Yeah, Chrissy, tell me about myself.
2: Okay. Okay, ready to go.
1: Megan is a worship leader, <laughs> a songwriter. She likes regular cake. <laughs> and that's true. And she has a little bit of a background in fashion, which is why we brought her here today. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about the certification that you have in fashion,
2: Megan? Yeah. So I worked with this woman. Her name is Sherry Brindell. She has a business called Fashion Meets Faith. And um, she actually wrote this amazing book, which is what I use for everything now. It's called Good Girls Don't Have to Dress Bad, which I think is hilarious as a title. Um, But it's basically a book for Christian women telling them, hey, you know, you don't have to to wear the, mm, how do we do this without offending anybody? The long jean skirt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, you don't have to wear, stuff. you don't have to look dowdy, basically, mm-hmm. to be modest mm-hmm. or to have, you know, to glorify Jesus. You can still be your creative, fashionable self. You can still love trends. You can embrace that part of you. Um, and she does it in a really good way in the book. I mean, she talks down to, like, bra size. Can I say bra on here? Yeah. yeah. This is a girl's All right. Podcast. Sweet. Sorry, boys. We're going to be talking about boobies. It's just what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she talks about bra sizes. She talks about, you know, just how to dress your body for jeans. You know, what style works best for your figure. She talks mm-hmm. about how, what bathing suits to buy. She makes it, she just dumbs everything down for you. So shopping is effortless. When you go to the store, you know exactly what to get. Um, and so she has a certification class. Um, To do what she does, basically. And so I took that and became certified as an image consultant under her, which was great. It was a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I can tell you everything you need to know about fashion. That's not true. Yes. That's not true.
1: And like we mentioned earlier, you're coming (laughs) in my closet right after this.
2: (laughs) Well, I basically grew up, I mean, in my household, it was... You know, my mom is a fashionista. She's incredible. Mm. She has the best style of anyone I've ever met. She takes boho chic to just this insane level. And so I was raised on, you know, the Bible and then Vogue. It was like Jesus and Anna Wintour. Those were the two <laughs> voices in my head, you know. So I, I grew up with a love for it. So it's mm. I love talking about this. This is fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it too. And I think, um, I know for me being in worship for a long time, it was always a question of like, how far can you take it? you know, right. as far as being trendy. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: When I first started out in worship, I was really young. I was 21
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was a worship pastor. And so I tried to be like overly professional almost, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also didn't want to be a distraction to people. So I would wear like almost every week, like black or gray. Did like, you wear a is. pantsuit? pantsuit um that may have occurred a few
2: times
0: (laughs) i think i did but then it evolved and also just living in different cultures we started out in atlanta which is a little more conservative we moved to phoenix and i showed up and um you know everybody had tattoos and everybody wore jeans and it was a totally different scenario um and there i began to experiment a little bit more and it kind of became this funny joke. Every time I was on stage, people would say, we are going to, we want to see what shoes you're wearing today. (laughs) Cause I would just, I just love shoes, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I would just be way more like overt, I guess, and Mm -hmm. didn't worry about not being noticed. Mm -hmm. And so it was like kind of the opposite extreme. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily the right extreme either, but just talk to us a little bit about like, what is that balance? How do we not look frumpy? Mm -hmm. How do we stay on trend? Um, as worship leaders without necessarily being a distraction? Like, is there a balance between those extremes?
2: I think there is. You know, I think you can go, just like you said, I think plenty of women have that trouble where they go into a worship atmosphere as a worship leader, especially if they're starting out, Mm -hmm. and they think they have to be one extreme. They have to be uber conservative. They have to make sure um, they dress in monotones and neutrals. and, And I think that a lot of times because they have this, boundary in their head because it's Christian. They think, um, that they can't experiment or they can't be creative or they can't show their true selves. And I think the balance is really finding, you know, embracing your creativity. So if you love to wear red glasses, I know you have, you have a lot of different color glasses and I love that. You know, if you love crazy hair, if you love, we have a best friend, you know, that loves to experiment with her hair and she has all different colors. She looks like a mermaid majority of her life, you know. And she would love this coffee cake. She would love this coffee cake because <laughs> she's a vegan, but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> right now. Um, but it's—I think it's learning how to take that and honor your church at the same time. Because you know, I've worked for different churches. I had a similar experience to you where I worked for one church in Charlotte and. Everything was ripped jeans and and the leather and and all those little trends and just the hipster vibe. It was very, very cool. And so I had to learn to be cool, you know, and to dress cool and embrace that. Um, And then I, I worked right after that with a church up in D.C., and it was a completely opposite atmosphere where it was all very, very conservative to the point where I brought all my, you know, my clothes from Charlotte up there thinking I would be the same worship leader I was, you know, down in Charlotte. Only to find out, you know, they had dignitaries and they had, you know, celebrities in their church. um, And everyone was in suits. You know, everyone came to church very honoring. The choir still wore matching colors, you know, things like that. So it was a lot more, you know, of a conservative atmosphere. And so they ended up giving me like a $500 gift card. to go and buy a whole new wardrobe because I was up there with ripped jeans and that was not honoring. But it wasn't, they had nothing against the style. It just, Mm -hmm. the churches, you know, you're honoring the church and you're honoring, you know, the people that come and making sure that, um, that you have that balance. So what I came to find, you know, through my experience, just like you, Mary Beth, was that. Every church has a different style. Every church has a different atmosphere that their, you know, that their congregation brings to the table. And it's our job, you know, as worship leaders to honor that and to respect that, you know, I feel like, and not to get sassy about it, to just Mm -hmm. bend to it because um, in the end, if you're honoring the pastor and you're honoring the church atmosphere, you know, you're honoring Jesus with with Mm -hmm. that decision. So I think it's about respect.
1: Yeah. I agree. I think that's, I mean, it is about respect and honor and, you know, and not making it about you. Because Mm -hmm. if you do take those reins into your hands and kind of rebel, it's making it more about you than about serving. Exactly. Right. Um, So I hear you saying like every church is different. And, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about some, sometimes there's you know, unspoken rules that you kinda of figure out as you go as far as dress. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they give you a five hundred dollar gift card, which <laughs> I might dress wrong just Shout to get a gift card, I'm saying. Pastor. That's a Thank good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um are there like some overarching just doesn't matter which denomination or which congregation you're in, are there some overarching themes or just, you know, rules to live by that that we can latch on to for anyone.
2: Oh yeah. I think just in general, let me put my cake down. Um, just, just in general as women, you know, worship leaders, if you're on a stage as a worship leader, as a backup, as anything, as a musician, as a piano player, um, I think there's just some main staples just that you need to know before you walk on stage. And I call them the five B's mm-hmm. and this is something Sherry Brindell talks about in her book. Um, but it's basically the bra, boobies, belly, <laughs> butt. and uh, the bunching, which is my favorite. Um, <laughs> so we'll start with the bra. So I know one question a lot of people ask is, is sleeveless okay? You know, or you know, is that appropriate? Some in some churches it is. You know, you look at Bethel. One of my favorite videos of a Bethel um, Bethel music is Jen Johnson with this orange maxi, and her arms are raised, and thank the Lord she shaved her pits, and you know she's barefoot and just but honoring Jesus. You know, just mm-hmm. fallen out, slain in worship. Um, and I think it really just depends on your church. In DC, I could not have done that at Elevation. I probably mm-hmm. could have, you know. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends on your your church atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do choose to go sleeveless, you know, always check your bra straps. And even just, you know, there's some meshy tops. Mesh is very, in. we're going to talk about that here at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, I have a very specific opinion about that. Um, but you know, bra strap showing in general, not good for a, a woman on stage worship. You know, um, boobies. I always do the bend and snap every time before I go. Um, I don't know what? if you, the bend and snap, have you guys ever seen Legally Blonde? No.
0: Yes. One of my favorites. Okay.
2: You never saw Legally Blonde? Whole We're other podcast. It. We need to have one a conversation. And two. That, <laughs> this is a problem. Okay. You're not a woman. No, that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. That's no. so mean. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, no, I think it's called the bend and snap. So basically you bend down. I mean, the whole point of it is you bend down in front of a mirror and if you can see cleavage. Then strike the shirt. Don't wear that shirt, basically, because if you have a moment in worship, you want to be free. I think the whole my whole goal when I went up on stage was, and when I go up on stage now, is for my clothes to be the last thing I'm thinking about. Yes. it should not be anywhere on your mind because because mm-hmm. the whole point of you being up there is you know to honor Jesus and to lead mm-hmm. people in worship and to you know and to you're standing on holy ground. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that should be where your heart is and where your mind fully is present in. Um, And I feel like, you know, if you decide to get on your knees in the midst of worship, if you decide, you know, to bend down and hold your hands out, which I'm doing right now, you can't see it, but I am. Um, the last thing you want is to bend down and then, whoop, there are the tatas just hanging out, you know, for Jesus' mm-hmm. sake. So, you know, bend down, do the little bend and snap, make sure you're not showing anything. Um, belly. Bend and what? Bend and snap. You'll see. We'll watch it. You'll see. We'll really watch it. Show. They all know. Oh, you're going to show us? I don't Mary Beth is going to show us what it is. And snap. She did. Oh, okay. She nailed it. That was beautiful. It looks
0: really good with a pregnant belly, too, it I think. It really does. Yeah.
2: It really adds to the snap. So that's the Ben and Snap. You need to watch the movie, though, because there's like a whole musical montage that's mm. around this moment. Oh, okay. And it's beautiful. Okay. And it really inspired me. Um, okay, so then you have your belly and this is I mean, good gracious. Oh wait. Can I say one other thing? No. Yeah.
1: Well you can. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will anyways. Um regarding Any bra, because yeah. I, I mean I think that's another important thing to talk about
2: bras i love talking about bras Bras, because you don't want
1: to be like seeing through the cups you know no when you're leading worship and i have seen that like where you can literally see through the cups
2: smuggling peas like yes yep coming Coming out out. (laughs) don't
1: you think it's better to wear like just a padded bra yeah padded Mm -hmm. bra just to make sure that there's nothing okay
2: and if you're a little more endowed sometimes even a sports bra Mm -hmm. because if you're jumping around in worship. You want to be contained. I'm sorry. I'm eating cake and it probably sounds gross to them.
1: I'm just proud that you're eating it right now.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to be healthy. Um, yeah, no, I think that's that's a great point because, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Every church you go to, majority of them are cold. Every time. Mm-hmm. You're freezing up there. So, you know, <laughs> protect the the nips. Okay. <laughs> Can I <laughs> say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're all girls here so should be good i'm gonna keep going yeah um so the belly Mm -hmm. um you know crop tops are super in right now rule number one don't wear a crop top on stage i think that's a Mm no-brainer but i think another thing you should do in the mirror you know bend down make sure you can't see your cleavage also raise your arms up because you know if you're in a position of worship majority of the time your arms are raised can you see your belly it can just be a real distraction you know and and i think Mm -hmm. that that's another way to make sure, you know, we're protecting the congregation. Um, And then booty. So when it comes to your booty, turn around in the mirror, bend down. Can you see, you know, a little crack action? Make sure you can't. That's actually not as much of an issue now because high-waisted jeans are sewing, So that kind of saved us from that issue. Um, Also covering the booty. You know, whenever you're up on stage everything's highlighted, you know, you have lights shining on everything. So as far as your pants and how tight they are, Mm -hmm. you just want to make sure it's an appropriate tightness. We don't need to see them painted on, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I mean, I'm sure you guys would agree with that. And I think, you know, just basic rule of thumb, just turn around in the mirror, make sure Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable. And honestly, tight jeans are not comfortable. They squeeze your diaphragm. You need your diaphragm for what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know, so keep them a little loose ladies Mm -hmm. well and
0: uh just address leggings too while we're on it Mm -hmm. then like when is it appropriate to wear leggings with a shorter shirt when is it not
2: i think with leggings a basic rule of thumb cover your booty and make sure it's covered also when your hands are raised Mm -hmm. there's that too because i think a lot of them will cover it and it's just fine but then you raise your hands up and it changes the scenery (laughs) a little little bit (laughs) um but i think leggings are great obviously they're a worship leader's best friend because they do allow you to breathe. They're comfortable. You don't have to think about them. Mm -hmm. But I think Carrie Job does an amazing job with this. She always, I mean, every photo you see here in almost that I can think of, she's pretty much always in a tunic. Tunics Mm -hmm. are also worship leader's best friend. I feel like, Mm -hmm. or like a short mini dress over leggings, that kind of style Mm -hmm. is great because you don't have to think about it. It's effortless. It covers your booty. You're appropriate and you look really fashionable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So The best thing I feel like a worship leader can have in their closet Mm -hmm. is a cute tunic and some leggings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some heels. Definitely need the heels. (laughs) (laughs) It's my personal thing. And then bunching. Okay. Bunching goes with the jeans. (laughs) Bunching or bubbling, as some people like to call it, is basically when your jeans are too tight and they start to do that like bumping little thing in the front or like the bumping thing right here on the back. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: You mean muffin top?
2: Well, no, <laughs> but that's a problem too. Okay, <laughs> um, no, it's like when you wear your jeans too tight, you'll notice it now. You'll see lots of girls with this. It's just basically it, they stretch so far that they create this bubbling thing.
0: Especially, this bothers me on the back side of people too. I know, like on the back of the stretch. legs, and you see just like literally rolls. Yeah. You know, and everybody's got those cute. places, so it's like just figure out what yours are mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and don't out the best accentuate jeans for your them. body
2: type. Knowledge is power when you're dressing absolutely so like if the jeans
1: are going in between your rolls that's called bunching i mean yeah that's that's basically
2: what it is (laughs) yes okay basically my point is to buy jeans that fit your stinking body like just be bring your bestie or not your bestie because your bestie might not tell you you know real life um bring your mother (laughs) Usually moms are pretty honest, mm-hmm. and just do that three sixty. Always look, you know, the full thing before before you buy. I don't know. I just so many women right now. The trend is the skinny jean, and I think they confuse skinny jean with tight jean. You know, yeah. Just because they're skinnies doesn't mean they have to be skin tight. So
1: good, cool. Those are basic rules. I love that. Okay. So, what are some of the fresh new colors? and looks for this
2: season okay so good news is color is back right now we went through like a two-year period of complete neutrals neutrals were everything monochrome and very um minimalist mm-hmm. we kind of went through a minimalist movement which i loved and it was really cool but colors back which i'm very happy about a lot of pastels it's really really feminine everything is super feminine now ruffles and all those type of things everything's really feminine so you'll see a lot of like peaches Mm -hmm. which not everybody can wear peach be very careful if you wear peach Mm. Um, a lot of different color blues light greens basically if you dress like an easter egg you'll be fabulous says vogue
3: and pantone
2: Mm -hmm. yep but if you ever want to know exactly what colors are in Go on Pantone. I think it's Pantone.com, but they have they list them specifically and show you exactly, you know, what colors are the ac- like the exact trend for that year.
1: Pan cone.
2: Pantone, kind of oh, like Pantene, but not Pantone. like a pine cone. No. Pantone. <laughs> Pantone. Yes. <clears throat> it's fabulous. No, I'm just kidding. It's, okay. it's great. Yeah. So that's colors as far okay. as trends go. Oh, dear. Okay. So, the good news is, there's good news and bad news. The good news is, the crop top is on its way out. Praise the Lamb. Can we take a moment to just rip, you know, rip the crop top? Moment of silence. So glad it's done. Okay. Bad news is mesh has taken its place, which is highly unfortunate, you know, but I mean, there's a way to work it in. If you're a worship leader, you can wear a tank top under that, you know, rock a black mesh with some black leather pants, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. Um, but that's a big trend right now. Gingham for summer is really big, which is great. Gingham is back. Um, They do it a little differently. It's a little more sophisticated. You don't look like a kid going to a picnic, which is nice. Um, But you'll see a lot of gingham. Stripes are still really, really in, which is really great because I feel like I've bought nothing but stripes for the past five years. So those are still really, really relevant in really bright colors. So you'll see a lot of that. Um, And unfortunately, low slung jeans are coming back. We had a high-waisted moment. It was great. But low slung jeans are back. So they're going to start breaking those out here in the next year, which kind of stinks. So get ready for that. Get your muffin tops prepped.
1: Because it's all going to be low riding. It's kind of good news because I didn't even buy any high waisted jeans did yet. No. <laughs>
2: See, then you're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great news.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that, of course, presents another modesty issues. The low slung jeans, that's why you're going to have to bend over and make sure, you know, when you go down on your knees to praise Jesus and you fall out on the floor, that you know your, your butt crack isn't hanging out one of the
0: one thing that i found to be like my best friend over the years was just like extra layers too you know oh my like goodness. even shirts that don't look see-through in regular life yep sometimes on stage did yep you know and so like i've had a few like staple tank tops that you can tuck into your pants mm-hmm. so that when you bend over yep. nothing's showing but also just i want to be doubly sure that nothing is see-through you know yeah
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, even one of my my sister-in-laws, who I love, hey, Jill, um, she came in one time with these leggings on that were kind of like a neutral khaki. They were jeggings, but they were like khaki Mm -hmm. jeggings, and I promise you, she looked naked. (laughs) (laughs) And she'll tell you, she freaked out about it, because when she walked in, I was like, are you not wearing pants? But even just little things like that, where it's like, oh, khakis, khaki jeggings, no big deal, but on stage, it could look a whole heap of a deal. You know, you you never know. So, I think layers, though, that's brilliant. Anytime you throw layers together, it always looks sharp too. Especially like a little blazer, any type of jacket is always great on stage, summer or winter, because you're on stage, so you can kind of mix that up. You don't have to wear a tank top in the summer on stage because you're going to be cold up there anyway. Mm. The jacket's still relevant, but dresses on stage are hard, a little bit difficult because you're elevated, so you do need to be careful about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's a Mm no-brainer. Everyone should know that. And usually churches have kind of rules around that too.
1: Um, Is there anywhere that we can send people to look for style ideas? I know we've got a a mix of people listening. I mean, we've got kind of hipster, probably more hipster songwriters, Mm -hmm. and then all the way through every denomination as far as worship leaders, Um, and so every style, really, probably. Do you have any source that you like to look for?
2: You know what? I feel like social media is a worship leader this day's best friend. I mean, social media in general. Thank God for social media. (laughs) I mean, it's changed everything, especially for the modern worship leader, because Mm -hmm. you can go to any of your favorites. You know, you think about your favorites. You listen Mm -hmm. to a Carrie Job, a Lauren Daigle. You can listen to any of these people, and then you can go on their their Instagram and see their style, and it's right there in front of you. So Mm -hmm. I love following these girls. I know Katie Torwalt from Brian and Katie Torwalt. Mm -hmm. Um, she's amazing. She actually has her own style blog and her own style okay. Instagram called my traveling closet. Yep. So a lot of worship leaders are kind of branching into that because style is such, you know, for worship leaders, it is mm-hmm. such a prominent thing right now. And it's yeah. great because it's being so celebrated. Someone's trying to break into, but it's <laughs> fine running through. It's okay. I have through. a fork and I have James Taylor, this chicken. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'll just beat him with a chicken.
0: Were you going to ask Christy too, about just from a writer's perspective?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. What were you going to ask about that? Sorry, I just thought of it.
1: Yeah. Um, Do any of these things change when we're talking about the writing room? Or do all the same rules apply?
2: When it comes to writing, I mean, (laughs) it's it's an interesting world because some people will show up in dress pants, and that looks great, and some people will show up in sweatpants. You know what I mean? I think reading the room is incredibly valid, knowing who you're writing with, because some people... That's fine to walk in in sweatpants or your yoga outfit or something, you know, sporty. Um, but other writers, it might be better to show up, you know, dressed like you. You care about this right. I think rule of thumb in general, if you're going to a right, value the writer that you're with and show them through the way that you dress, that you value their time mm-hmm. and that you're spending time with them. But that's just my opinion.
1: Yeah. Well, and a lot of times it's, you know, it can be a one on one kind of situation, right. a girl and a guy. hmm. And in those kind of situations, I mean, it's a little different because it's not um you're not on stage and right. it's not in front of a congregation. But yet, at the same time, how you dress, I think really sends a message. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just and so I think, you know, modest is definitely hottest in this situation, in the yeah. writer's room. I mean, especially if you're working with a male, you know, mm-hmm. cause typically, you know, a lot of times these men are married and you're in a room with them for four hours, you know what I right. mean? So you do have to keep these things in mind and, and respect him, his family, um, yeah. and respect yourself and your mm-hmm. family, you know? So I, I definitely think, um, in general, all the same, five B's, everything applies. Yeah. Don't show your bra straps in a writing room. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. show your butt crack in a, in a writing room. Yeah. General rule of thumb. Right. James Taylor. Right. Yeah.
1: I try. That's my goal is to try to dress more. Like I say professional, but it's like mm-hmm. hipster professional, yeah. I guess. Like, National um, professional. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> right. Creative professional. Yeah. But, um, because of that very thing, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that, at the I'm setting the tone when I walk in that I'm Absolutely. here to write that's my purpose yep. and I've prepared for this and I'm ready to go get to
2: work kind I think of a thing too, it shows how much you value yourself and value what hmm. you do if you walk in there in your sweatpants and a t-shirt you're not showing the other writer and your co writer that you value this time very much you know or that you you cared when you walked in I feel like that's it's just honoring the person you're with yeah for sure I agree. Now, my
1: hair might be a different issue. We might do a hat. We might do a headband.
2: You know what, though? My dad taught me when I was little, when we talked about body image, I will never forget this. He told me that if you have to focus on one thing in the morning, like to spend the most time on, spend the most time on your hair, make sure your hair is fabulous. Because when guys are walking around, they'll look in your eyes because of your hair. They'll notice your hair and they'll look in your eyes versus your body. Which I that was interesting little, hmm. little thing. So yeah, Chrissy, come on. Step it up.
0: <laughs> I also find if you put on bright lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good distraction. Which is still
2: in style. So thank goodness. Yay. I'm it so red happy. Lip. Red yes. lips are awesome. Even if you have no mu- no makeup on, no time for makeup. Yes. Throw on a red lip and you look instantly well, put together. And sunglasses.
0: Hello. Yep. Sunglasses. No one knows yep. if you did your eyes or not
2: that day. It's great Absolutely. though because we have so many style icons to go off of now. You know, and yes. it's I think worship is just so much about... I mean worship styling is just so much about respect. I mean you look at these um you look at these infamous people like look at Jackie O, for example. Mm-hmm. She, you know, had a she was in a time period where modesty was not, you know, being as celebrated, you know, the 60, yes. that whole time period, you know, hot pants and all those things. And she knew who she was representing. She walked in that. She was representing America. She was representing her husband, the President of the United States. Mm-hmm. And prior to her, majority of the, well, not majority, all of the First Ladies, you know, mm-hmm. it, style wasn't necessarily a play in, in their game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, didn't, they weren't known mm-hmm. really for fashion. Right. They just weren't. It was more of a dowdy Thing. And she stepped out and found a way to be herself, to celebrate fashion, but still respect, you know, yeah. the position she was in. And I think when it comes to being a worship leader, like you're up there and you're representing a king. Mm-hmm. That's your role. You're yeah. up there to represent Jesus. And so if you walk in that and that's your spirit and you know who you are and you know whose you are, then you will, modesty is not even an issue. Modesty yeah. will never be a problem for you because you you value your king so much that you value yourself that way, too. Mm. And I feel like, you know, if we're representing him the way we should be and we really, really are communicating with him, then we'll have there's no issue there. This is really a non-issue. So, you know, make sure you just walk in that. You mm-hmm. accept that. You embrace that about yourself. You are a princess. I know that that word can get cliche now or or not as much thrown out because, you know, women are are strong and for some reason, princesses are shown as, as not strong, which is hmm. to me silly right now. Um, but like it or not, you are an heir, just like you're, there's a sign here that has the word heir on it with mm-hmm. a crown. Well done, Chrissy, thanks. Um, but you are an heir, you're an heir to a throne. And so you, you must, and you absolutely have to present yourself that way. You're expected mm-hmm. to. And as a worship leader, you're also a soldier. You're up there and you're, you're helping, you know, a battlefield. You're taking worship and using it to change people's lives and change their worlds. And you're inviting them into this holy ground. And if you step on that holy ground and your, you know, your cleavage is hanging out, you know, how, how are you really representing your King, you know? And yeah, because you're sending two
1: messages absolutely. then instead of one,
2: it's about you. Mm-hmm. It's automatically about you. And mm-hmm. that's, that's not what you're trying to do. Now that does not mean don't wear your glitter heels. If you love glitter heels and that's who you are, you wear them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But You can celebrate your style and you can still be creative. And that's, it's a way to honor Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, dressing is an absolute way to honor Jesus. That's what I love about it because it's showing how you feel inside. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're quirky and you're creative and you have, you know, just this crazy style, it's like Jesus loves that. Mm -hmm. He wakes up in the morning. You wake up in the morning and he gets excited about that. He wants Mm -hmm. to celebrate you. And so I feel like, you know, dressing is in its own way a form of worship as well. Because mm-hmm. you're honoring a king with it. Yeah. And if you look at it that way, then modesty will never be a problem.
1: Hmm. I have w- <laughs> just one more question. Okay. Where do you shop?
2: Where do I shop? Yes, I'm not telling you that. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Oh. <laughs> she designs it all herself. No,
1: that's not it at true.
2: Home. Okay. You know what? Right now, I'm kind of creeping into a vintage phase, so I'm actually very excited about it. So estate sales, things like that. You know, I'm I'm hoping to kind of actually start a store soon or an mm-hmm. online store. Hey, shout out. Um, so vintage is kind of a lot of what I love. But as far as shopping for worship leading. I mean, good gracious, Forever 21 will be your best friend because they have, you know, cheaper things and they're great and they change for trends. And, you know, um, I love J Crew if you're looking for, you know, a more modest and a more conservative look. I love any boutique. Boutiques are great because mm-hmm. then you won't see yourself, which is awesome. I That's kind of me and my mom's things. She doesn't like to see herself. Altered state is great because then you're supporting a great cause as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're kind of a Christian, um, they are a Christian, you know, business. So it's fun to go shop and hear Christian mm-hmm. music playing. You know, but I love local. That's my favorite is local. Local. Yeah, because okay. I just, it's supporting local. It's just mm-hmm. like you support local in your food. You go to farmer's markets and mm-hmm. stuff. Support your local boutiques. You know, go out there and shop and there's some great finds.
1: And supporting local cake people.
2: Did you make is this local cake yeah very local as in you made it real upstairs. local <laughs> yes. did you really make this from scratch yes really yeah it's good guys i've eaten majority of it it's fine she's shoveled it in it's fine <laughs> it's like my nervous a eating. bite at a time No, but you know what no. you came through with your promise yeah, did. You did. The cake did show up. You did yeah. give me cake, and that was all I required of you. You didn't say sugar,
1: regular cakes.
2: So. I know. Apparently, I need to specify that now. You ahead. definitely do ahead. around here. What the heck?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Good. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for jumping on. Oh, You're so welcome. This has been awesome. I feel like you, we could do an interview with you for like 10 different things topics probably so Well
2: this so, is such a broad one. <laughs> we'll we have to go. have you back again. Yeah, we'll have to get specific.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. absolutely. I think this was so good though. I think it's a big question for so many people and mm-hmm. everybody kind of experiments, you know, and mm-hmm. the different phases of their worship leading or mm-hmm. whatever church they're a part of and so I think this is good just to have some basic rules and I loved your 5 Bs. Yeah, man. And I think it was great. Thank yeah. you. I
2: think you know that what helps a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's and especially the younger generation coming up, mm-hmm. you know, that hasn't really had much experience with the whole, right. Putting those two things together, worship and fashion. Yeah. And it's I think there's have, have great
2: examples out there right now mm-hmm. too. It's, it's, it's actually awesome. Yeah. We're in a, I mean, as far as modesty goes, it's a great time in fashion to be modest because mm-hmm. that's the trend, you know, covering is the trend besides the little crop top thing, but even the crop top, you know, is,
1: on its way out. As yeah, we so, today.
2: but I, you know, I think you know, for younger girls, they have some great examples out there. Go on Instagram, go on Pinterest. If yeah. you ever I have an issue at all or want to figure out an outfit, I'll put in, you know, say I have a white blazer. White blazer, what do I put with it? And you put it in Pinterest, and Pinterest cool. will show you all these outfits with a white blazer. You know what I mean? That's so. A great idea. Anytime Pinterest will be your best friend. Mm-hmm. Instagrams and Facebooks of all the artists that you really admire and love. Mm-hmm. That is going to be your best friend too. It's just did you know, kind of watching what they do. Cool. For sure.
1: But yeah. Well, thank you, style expert.
2: Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for the cake.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And did you say you have a? Do you have a website or anything for your store
2: yet? Not, or yet. not yet. It's in. The, we're in this beginning little phases right now, but it's going to be called fiction. So it'll be mainly geared towards. Um, The girls or the style of girl, middle school, high school girl that will um that shops at Hot Topic. It's that kind uh-huh. of girl, the Warped Tour girl that only has one store to shop at, you know, um, and try to do, you know, a little bit of a different, more of a lighter atmosphere for her. More something more bright and happy and more comic book based versus mm-hmm. dark, you know heart that's kind of what we're going for so it should be fun
1: well, well when you get it done let us know we'll give you a plug Oh,
2: thanks man so appreciate it
1: alright well thanks for joining us everybody and thank you Megan for your contribution and thank you James Taylor for thanks, joining James. us yes thank you
0: James Taylor we'll be posting a picture so you guys can see <laughs> goodbye <laughs> oh, make sure to uh, check out braveworship.com And if you do forward slash song, you can get a free download by just uh, joining our email list. And it's just going to send you notifications when we launch each podcast and let you know when that is. Also find us on Instagram at Brave Worship um, and Facebook as well. Hope you guys have a great day. See ya.
3: The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award winning and Grammy nominated, uh, drum roll here please, <laughs> our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship... You'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.